let's be real. Home is the place where all of the beautiful goodness Christ taught crashes headfirst into the ugly brick wall that is real life. But this is also where it starts to really matter. This is where we equip ourselves and our family with all of the tools, skills, and whatchamacallits vital to succeed in Christ. Join us in our journey to find light, positivity, and specific practical ways to make our homes little outposts of heaven so we can better brighten wherever we end up wandering. Hey everybody, this is Andrew Jordan with Outpost to Heaven Podcast, and this is my beautiful wife. Hi guys, I'm Emily. You can't see how beautiful she is, so you should go onto our Instagram and oh see gosh. how beautiful she no, is. Stop, 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 stop. Yeah. Um, if you can't hear it in our voice, we have morning voice. Yes, it is like early morning because we were trying to record last night to publish it today, and it didn't work out because we have other stuff going on. Yeah, so we have morning voice, a little groggy. And as a completely unrelated note to this episode, <laughs> are you experiencing any shipping delays? Oh, yeah. We totally because are. We totally are. I mean, it makes sense because yeah. everything's all yeah, out of like, whack and crazy like everything, it's work coming, hours. And- yeah, everything's coming through, through shipping. We've just had a package. I don't know if you've had this happen before. I have not had this happen. But it's going through FedEx, and it arrived in our city like four or five days ago and every time we like every day we get on to check because it says oh yeah it should come in today so it said it's said it's supposed to be coming in today since friday so he's like oh it's supposed to be coming in friday and then we it doesn't come in this then it says okay, oh saturday okay saturday, saturday. okay yeah, Monday. Monday. okay Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, and it's <laughs> and saying it like doesn't. like but like uh, can, uh, can like I just local delivery or delivery exception is what it's telling us or something like yeah. that so anyways yeah if you've had that i'm so sorry because it's really frustrating because you're like sitting around you're like okay i got this thing it's supposed to, i i ordered this set it's supposed to be here in like like a week or so and then it doesn't come and then and you're it's not an around. urgent thing it's like something to do a fun house project yeah but it's, it's like house project something stuff. to keep us busy here and we're like come on <laughs> yep i've been looking forward to it and i've been like putting off other projects because we want to do yeah this i'm like i'm not gonna do this other stuff until this comes because this is gonna make a mess and so yeah but i'm sorry if that's happened. but those pies those pies but it's not that big of a deal first world problems right yeah um speaking of first world problems like i said that doesn't really apply just world problems world problems we are gonna today we're gonna talk a little bit about our experience in china during the initial stages of the outbreak because we were there in february when things january we came home February 1st. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were there at the end of January. So th- things were already like shut down in January because they've been shut down for a while. Uh, and so we're going to talk a little bit about our, about our experience there and compare it to what's going on here mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, should be some, there should be some fun insights. It's kind of cool being in both places, seeing how both countries and cultures kind of reacted to the virus. Mm-hmm. And, like people. Yeah. How different peoples react to the virus. Yeah. But to start us off, Emily yes, has a great I have scripture. A scripture here. It is the where is it? Okay, Alma twenty six, um, verse thirty seven. It says, "Wow, I am so groggy. I'm so sorry." Yeah, I feel, <laughs> I feel like I'm I feel a like man. you. You have a much like <laughs> more distinct Maybe morning voice. We should voice. not record in the morning again. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Okay. It is me, guys. I'm not a man. I'm not a man. 
I feel like I need to intentionally make my voice higher or else it just goes <laughs> into low. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, my brethren, we see that God is mindful of every people, whatsoever land they may be in. Yea, he numbereth his people, and his vows of mercy are over all the earth. Now this is my joy and my great thanksgiving. Yea, I will give thanks unto my God forever. Amen. And I have always loved this verse. And um, I just think it's really cool that we are all children of God. And that he doesn't care about me more or less than the next person. Mm -hmm. He loves us all the same, no matter what we do, no matter how we behave. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, it's as weird as it sounds, it's like strange to think about that when you're in a different place. And so when you're in a place whose culture is so foreign to yours that you feel like you're different people, like you're from different planets. Mm -hmm. And you think like, Heavenly Father, like, loves this person and loves this culture like just as much as or like maybe not the culture i don't know but he loves this person this person uh just as much as he loves me or just as much as he loves a person from a different culture Mm -hmm. and so like sometimes we think of god as being of our culture right but he's not no like god isn't american i know it might come (laughs) as a surprise (laughs) yeah no Um, uh and he so I don't know, it's kind of an interesting thing, like interesting thing to think about because logically, obviously, we know that he has his own culture. He is his own person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes we create God in our own image, um, and, or we apply characteristics to him that aren't his, including like national characteristics. Because they're familiar to us. Right, because they're familiar to us. So we, when we imagine mm-hmm. our Father in heaven, we imagine what we're familiar with and so we imagine like for us it's for us it's like an american god if you're canadian he's canadian although i don't know what the difference would be um in looks in looks <laughs> or like behavior or culture um and when i say that i don't mean like heavenly father's walking around with like a, an american flag toga or anything but like his like little individual culture yeah. would be like, is not american like he is not american okay? it's like because he understands each individual like so like he understands me mm-hmm. and i have like so much america in me it's like i feel like that understanding means that he is but he's not right does that make sense mm-hmm. he understands just as equally everyone else's yep. culture yep. yeah and we all hope that he loves our culture more than everybody else's but but he he, does not. he has not. Well, I mean, like he can say like this culture is closer to my culture than other cultures are. Okay, yeah. I oh sorry, yeah, culture. I thought you meant like people. No, he doesn't love any people no. there. No. no, yeah, yeah. So, but he has not let us know. He did not give an index of his like favorite cultures or his favorite countries in the back of the Bible. So, we're just gonna assume that he doesn't have a favorite for right. the most part. Yeah. <laughs> so. What was your, let's talk about our experience in China. Okay. Initial impressions. We've talked about it a couple times, so we can maybe link those episodes in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but initially, I just thought it was really interesting how um, everything, it was seriously like a ghost town. Like it was empty, mm-hmm. empty, empty, empty. Like if you think your city is empty, it probably is to you, but... Like, seriously, no one on yeah. the streets. I mean, we were in, like, Beijing and Shanghai. Like, no one was there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, like, two of, the, like, the largest cities in the world. And there were, again, reported, 
China mm-hmm. hasn't been like hasn't been super forthright with all their numbers, but um, if according to what was reported when we were in Beijing, there was like one case. So there's close to like 30 million people in, in Beijing. In Beijing, mm-hmm. um, or like one to three cases, I think. And it was in Shanghai. It was like two cases. Uh, and yet it was like closed. It was down. Everything was completely closed down. Yeah, and I just remember thinking like. Holy cow, like this is really kind of interesting that everything is so closed. This could never happen in America. Yeah. But then it kind of is, but it kind of isn't. Yeah, because it's different. It's I mean, different. When we say ghost town, we mean like no one on the streets. Right. Like it was it was really weird to see somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, this was like in a big city. It wasn't like social distancing. That wasn't a thing. It's like they skipped social distancing and it was like like don't go out of quarantine yeah 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 it was like and people would if people were going out of their house it was to grab something and then to run back like Mm -hmm. there was no like meandering or leisurely strolls or anything like that Mm -mm. yeah so i just that was probably the like the main shock for me Mm -hmm. um regarding the coronavirus because that's kind of what we're talking about we're not really talking about like our trip in china no we're talking about the the virus right kind of response right yeah. Um, and that was, yeah, so that was my main yeah. thing. Another interesting thing was that the weird difference between, like, Westerns, like, response to wearing masks and, oh, yeah. like, the Chinese response. Mm-hmm. Everyone in China was wearing a mask. I don't think I saw, like, a Chinese mouth. Nope. Except when we were eating. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every single person was in a mask. Yeah. And I think that Americans, I mean, yeah, yes. So we have done, I think... From what I've observed, a pretty good job at wearing masks. I don't from, think well, so. From a culture that doesn't do that and kind of like looks funny at people that do. Like, mm-hmm. really though, Americans kind of look at people funny if they wear a mask. Yeah. In the airport or in a public place, it's like, what the heck is wrong with you? Yeah, we think you're right. like, like Angela from The Office. <laughs> she wears a mask when people are sick. <laughs> right, but like people in other cultures do that frequently mm-hmm. when they are sick or when other people are sick. And that's just, like, not a thing in America. And so I'm I'm actually really impressed with how many people I see wear them. Although, around here, it's maybe 50%. And that doesn't seem, like, very high. But it is high when you consider that nobody wears them ever. Yeah. I don't know. I think we, like, rationally really struggled with it. I mean, like, the CDC came out for a while and said like don't wear masks and yeah. then they came back and said wear masks changing it up and then people when they said wear masks like i went to the store the other day and it's like it's like a couple young people wearing masks and then a bunch of old people not wearing masks mm-hmm. who are the ones mm-hmm. that should be wearing masks right yeah and so for some reason i think we haven't well you've run into a couple people that like old people that have said like well it's time to go it's time to go right yeah like <laughs> yeah i've definitely had that <laughs> so they're not like um, some people aren't taking it. Yeah, I think that's another interesting difference between like the way that people responded is in China there was like absolute obedience to the to the government when mm-hmm. the government came out and said this, and mm-hmm. like they weren't even questioning whether or not it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on. Maybe before that we should talk about like travel restrictions. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then that'll kind of like put a put it to a better okay. uh, reference when we talk about. The people's response. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we were there, it was like 
hardcore travel restrictions. Like not like you couldn't drive from one city to the next. Like, or was that? What am I thinking? You, yeah, you it can go like from one, one province, province to the next. Yeah, you can go from basically you couldn't go from state to state. Yeah, and you you couldn't go from city to city in a bus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if people are aware of this, but in the U.S., like you cannot limit uh, a U.S. citizens' movement rights. So like you can't tell somebody. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so like there's like been a lot of misleading information on on the news but you can't they were like oh you can't like no more leaving the state yeah you can't do that like that's 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 not true yeah you can't do that okay you can set like curfews and you can set like what they're doing is they're setting roadblocks right because louisiana and texas has one right yeah and what they do is they stop you and they say they ask you like all the health questions but they can't legally like stop you from coming they just ask you to uh quarantine when you get they can't really control that no they can't if you do it or not. Because we have things called rights. And uh, and so like they can't stop our movement. There's like very limited authority that the government has to kind of restrict those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, what authority they have is like it's supposed to be like used very sparingly and on a short-term basis. But um, it's kind of out, outside the scope of what of of this situation like they can't just tell everybody that they have to stay home mm-hmm. and in those states that are trying to do those kind of things you see a lot of pushback because it's not like there's not a precedent for that in in the american right. legal system mm-hmm. but in china like, even though oh, go ahead sorry louisiana. like even though even louisiana has a stay-at-home order right now yeah but but I, <laughs> yeah like there's still people out you can buy plane tickets between states like you can get in like a truck or a car and you can drive from state to state right yeah or even like be out and go to the stores and stuff yeah and you can you don't have to listen to the stay-at-home order yeah and and to be fair in china there was um like if you had personal cars you could drive drive yeah um oh Oh, sorry (laughs) that is my timer telling me to get up (laughs) uh but so they could drive from state to state if it was a personal car, mm-hmm. but um, if like public transportation was shut down and most people used public transportation, right? Yeah. Uh, which I guess is kind of similar now. No, they're still using public transportation in big cities in the U.S. In the U.S., yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything was shut down, and so like effectively people couldn't move. And then it was like people that like groups of more than like oh, I can't remember the number. I don't remember. It was like seven or eight. Um, like groups of more than seven or eight couldn't travel from like city to city. Right. So we had to break up our tour group, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, because we were at the tour group and we were there. Yeah. Um, um, oh, I had a thought. And then I lost anything it. Anything else about it? Oh, man. <laughs> Hopefully you'll find it on the way. Anything else about traveling? Oh. Travel restrictions? What? No. Well. Go ahead. Go okay. Go, go ahead. So I thought it was... I'm thinking it's interesting, and we might have to talk about this too, that we don't know how effective all of that was in China because they haven't been sharing. Yeah. But I feel like we can kind of gauge how effective what the res- like the, sh- the restrictions and stuff are here, like how effective they are, or they could be. I don't know. I, don't know. I haven't seen a lot of research, but I feel like we have access to so much more information Mm -hmm. that we can 
like as individuals, we can watch the stats around our country and around the world. Yeah, the problem is there's no. Can, the problem is like you can't look at like. Um, I mean, there's so many different factors right now. Like, there are different strains of the virus in different mm-hmm. places. Like, in some parts of the country, there are more deadly strains. In other parts, there are, are, are more mild strains. Um, and they're finding that, like, some of the harder-hit areas in the U.S. have the same strains as the harder-hit areas in Europe. And, like, the more mild-hit areas where they have a lot of cases but not a high death rate have mild strains. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's it's super difficult statistically just honestly to be able to tell anything because there's no baseline. Okay. Like you can't say what is what would have happened in the US like if we closed if we, down everything. Yeah, versus if we hadn't done anything. Right. Because we don't have that data. Okay. That and, there, makes sense. and there's not a country that's like close enough to the US like population wise and like mm-hmm. genetic like, gene, like, like genetic code wise and right. culture wise to be able to tell how everything would do. So there's not a true baseline. And so we're kind of just like pulling numbers out of the air, honestly. Like okay. we, we have like some models uh, that are somewhat effective, but the models change constantly based off information that's coming in around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and when countries either have different measuring systems or they have differing commitments to sharing the true numbers that they have recorded mm-hmm. uh, or for what if there's any kind of variation in the data it just throws things off okay so it's hard yeah okay that is tough yeah, yeah. and if you i mean if you've been listening for a little while uh you know that i don't follow the news so <laughs> <laughs> i don't really know a lot about like actual factually what's going on i just i get my news from andrew <laughs> <laughs> um and then i'll get updates every now and then but yeah and then we do like the our news briefing from Amazon oh, or yeah. Amazon Echo, and then it goes through a bunch of different news sites, and then right. It, uh, but what were you saying with that? I was just saying that um, it may or may not be easier or more difficult in certain places to know what the restrictions are doing for us. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah, I think. Okay. I, th- I think this is a an unprecedented precedented situation. And for the most part, I think most world leaders are doing the best that what they can mm-hmm. within the scope of what they find acceptable. Okay. Based off their culture, based off their own personal political biases. Um, and I can do a whole series of episodes. I can do a whole podcast on my <laughs> political feelings about all of this. But yeah. that's a little outside Makes the scope sense. of this. Um but so basically the tra- travel restrictions were more a lot more intense in China. Mm-hmm. Um and it was it was weird being there because we thought like oh this would never happen in the US. Mm-hmm. Like we thought like we kind of like laughed about it like like right. can, can like, you imagine that like, embarrassingly we did kind of laugh about it. Well, I mean cuz think about the numbers that we were receiving. It's like okay, so there is like there are, Whether or not they were right or wrong. Right, but like we were there, there were like 2,000 people who are sick mm-hmm. in Hubei. And we were in Beijing most of our trip. And so in that's Hubei? like... Hubei province oh, okay. is like the city. So that's where Wuhan... Okay. Wuhan is okay. the capital of Hubei province. Okay. So that's like... We were like basically in Washington, D.C. And there were people that were sick. Like the, the, the virus outbreak was in 
like New Mexico. Okay. Like distance wise. Right. Um, and there were like 2,000 people who were sick and a couple people in South Korea and Japan at the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so like, it wasn't very widespread. There weren't that many people. And we were just kind of laughing. Like there are 2,000 people who are sick of a virus that has like a, a mortality rate that's about the same as the flu. Because that's what the information China was releasing was saying at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're like, there's like a flu outbreak in basically in New Mexico. And we were in Washington, D.C. And everything in D.C., quote unquote, is yeah. shut down. And like. New Mexico is closed. Like, you can't travel in or out of New Mexico. So, like, mm-hmm. like the spread of that like, uh, it was largely contained, is what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were in D.C. and, like, everything was closed. Like, the entire economy, like, everyone we talked to that spoke English was talking about how hard it was going to be and, like, how like how rough it was going to be and like they were put there were all the salespeople were were selling things at like dirt cheap prices to try and get some money in before the last american or like western tourists mm-hmm. left uh and we we were like why like why are they doing this this seems ridiculous like this would never happen in america turns out yeah. <laughs> it kind of did kind of did yeah i think an interesting thing though is that um I feel like there's this this whole shift that happened that everybody's like, support small businesses because they need us the most kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know because I'm, I don't speak Chinese, but I don't know if that was happening there. Mm-hmm. Do they value or like have small businesses like we do? Yeah, I don't think... I don't know if they're like how their government works, like if they yeah. allow that, but... I know like they have some small businesses, like mm-hmm. it's opened up a lot to that in the past mm-hmm. um but i know like the the driving factors in the chinese market are large companies like, mm-hmm. like large right. um either state owned companies or state partner companies or kind of like state sanctioned companies mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't i don't know enough about, about how that was working okay um i do know that again it was weird how uh i, I thought it was interesting that like so many people were just completely like willing to be obedient willing to be obedient yeah whereas here like it's been like a month and it's been way longer in in china that they or it's been like they've they were locked down for a long time and they were all just kind of going with it Mm -hmm. but here we already have people like not storming capitals but like they are protesting in large numbers in front of in front of capitals really yeah, you have not. Have you no, seen that? I haven't seen that. Oh yeah, no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, and like, there are a lot of people that I know in my circles that are like, yeah, we need to be social distancing and doing all the stuff, but, and so there's a lot of like, kind of, kind of like that's a good suggestion, if I feel like it. Yeah. Oh the, no, there's that, but I think my, my circles it's more of like, like we need to like we need to nail this thing down, mm-hmm. and we need to do social distancing, and we need to. Uh, keep like protect the the vulnerable and all those kind of things, uh, but there's a lot more like mm, not like griping, but like questioning of like the government. We're like, I don't know if this is the right way to do things, mm-hmm. or saying like like I don't know if the government has the authority to do this. And like there's so like the, here there's a much bigger conversation happening. Um, even though it's kind of being squashed, but there's a conversation going on about like rights versus safety. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And that wasn't going on there. Like with pe- Chinese people, I was able to talk to like that was not like part of the discussion. It was mm-hmm. not part of the equation at all. Right. Um, and there's one more thing I wanted to really I wanted to bring up. Oh, I wanted to bring up something, but it's okay. just it's just a funny thing. Go ahead. It's, it's Go nothing. Ahead. Like... Go ahead. <laughs> the other day we were driving down the road, and we passed this pickup truck that has two oh, yeah. old men in it. But one is driving. Best example of social distancing and ever. And the other old man is sitting in the back, like in the bed of the yeah, truck. Yeah, this is like on the highway. Like we're going <laughs> seventy miles down the road. <laughs> and I'm like, there's. They must be just like trying to social distance. Yeah, they're just social distance. <laughs> so There's no one else in the truck with him. No. <laughs> so he like pulled up, like, hey, buddy, like, get in the back. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I he jumped in the back of the truck. Oh, man. Oh, the other thing that okay. was, was different mm-hmm. uh, was while we were there, uh, you know, there's the the great firewall. And so there's a, a restriction mm-hmm. on the information that comes in. Right. And our tour guides, who were Chinese, uh, they didn't have access to up-to-date, accurate information on, like, on American response specifically right. or what was going on in America. And they would come to us every day and tell us stuff that was just wrong because like the... the, um, the but the reason we were able to know that it was wrong is because like we had access to internet from our yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll explain that in a second. But, okay, so they um, they... The, the information about the, what was going on in the U.S. and the U.S. response, like, politically, uh, was being filtered pretty heavily. And a lot of times it was just inaccurate, like, the information that was being reported. Uh, and so they would come to us every day and tell us stuff. And, and we would, like, kind of freak out a little bit. And then uh, if you have a U.S. cell plan... Um, and then you are in China, you can pay like $10 a day for your regular access. And so it's mm-hmm. like, if you have an unlimited plan, then when you're there, you can pay $10 a day and then it will give you unlimited data. And But you basically have like a VPN. Uh, so you can view things that, um, view things using like your IP address basically in the US. And it's like a very oversimplification of how that works. But so you, you can view things outside of the Chinese firewall. Mm. Um, mm. And that meant we could like verify everything and we could go on to like the US gov- government's like websites and stuff and the mm-hmm. consulate's websites and like check to see what they were saying. Yeah. Uh, and it was like frequently completely contradicting what they were telling us. Not because our tour guides were lying or anything like that. But that was just all they had access to. Yeah. And we would, yeah. and we like tried to check what information they had. Um, because like if you use the Wi-Fi at the hotels, then like you could, you could only see what was like behind what, what they could see. Yeah. We only could see what they could see. Yeah. Uh, and like they weren't, they weren't lying or trying to deceive us. Like, That's really all they knew. Yeah. And yeah. so it was, it was a nightmare, like trying to figure out what yeah. was going on from talking to people because no one knew. And we kind of tried to let our tour guide know that. And he was kind of shocked. He was like, what? Like, you don't, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. So that was really frustrating. Yeah. And so I, I, I can't imagine like what it's like for them trying to figure out what's going on in the rest of the world right now. Yeah, I have no idea if they even know. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea what the state media narrative is there. 
So I think that's about it. I mean, there's anything Yeah, we else? just wanted to kind of chat and, about and, com- and there were, comparing and contrasting. I do want to say there were people like at stores and whatnot. So like we went to stores and there were some people at restaurants. And so like it was different. Like the like they didn't have to shut down restaurants. Not all restaurants. Yeah, some were, were closed. Yeah, there were a lot that were closed. Mm-hmm. But there were still some that were open. And there are people like seating. Like, like there were seating people in the restaurants. Right. So that was like another thing. But it thing. almost seemed like in the sit-down restaurants that our tour guide like took us to, mm-hmm. it almost seemed like it was like a backdoor deal. Oh yeah. I mean, the, Didn't you feel like it? Some of that was just kind of like the stuff that goes on with, with like meals provided by a tour company. Oh okay. Because you're like in the, uh, like, like the we went to the Jade Factory and the Jade Factory has its own mm-hmm. dining area and so. Like, it was, like, in a weird area, like, of the factory, like, the back door area. And so I think most of that was because of, of that. Okay. And most of, like, that weirdness about, like, eating was, was because of that. But we had, we ate a lot of restaurants where we just went up and ordered. Uh, and I, and like KFC. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Fast food in China <laughs> was awful. If you find, like, a Chinese place, it's good. Oh, yeah, super good. But if you try and find, like, a Western like fast American food place. American fast food there ugh. is not good. Yeah. Emily was pregnant. Or she is pregnant now, but she but was But I was like, then. first trimester, like, don't even give me anything that doesn't taste good. I will throw up on you. Don't even <laughs> give me anything that doesn't taste good. It's the morning. Yeah, so we were, we were like, trying to look for fast food places that would be a little more uh, palatable. Uh, <laughs> but the fast food was gross. If we went to Chinese places, it was really good. Super, super good. It was super good, good food. Mm. Um, but see, so yeah, there were places that were open. There were a lot of places that were closed, and I wasn't really sure like how they decided what closed. Yeah, and, I don't know. Um, but early on, they had people like at like at the entrance of all the stores with thermometers, like checking your your temperature, and you couldn't go into places if you didn't have a mask. Yeah. Like just straight up, they wouldn't let you in. Right, you had to have a mask. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It was, it was really weird, and I'm not like there were so many different like layers of of response mm-hmm. like so much of it was like individuals just taking upon themselves to social distance and so much of it was was a like government forced um but it's really interesting just seeing people like the different difference in reaction according to cultures politics aside mm-hmm. like the people just respond differently because yeah. of their yeah because of their upbringing and everything that they or how they how they see the world right I think just are you do you have anything else? No, nope, I think I'm good. Okay. Well I think just to wrap up, um, I just wanna say that Heavenly Father is really like the man that knows. Mm-hmm. You know, like we don't know anything but he knows everything and he knows how it's gonna end. He knows how it's gonna get resolved and he loves us all no matter where we come from. Mm-hmm. No matter what kind of governments we're under. So Yep. Yeah. That's all my yep. thoughts. So stay home. <laughs> Keep people healthy, because like regardless of how how governments decide what to do, we want everyone to stay healthy. Yeah, we want everyone to, to stay happy. To and take you care can... of yourself, take care of your families. Mm-hmm. You and can be happy. Yeah, yeah, you can be happy in this time. And hopefully, we can help you out a little bit with the happiness. Yeah. Okay, guys, <laughs> you have a great day. Yes. Oh, one more thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's like this never-ending <laughs> never closing. Ending. <laughs> okay. Um. One more thing. Remember that we are going to start sharing or giving shout outs to small businesses. Mm-hmm. So share with us a small business that you love and appreciate that has a great mission and we will share it over the podcast. Awesome. Okay. All right, guys. Checking out. Keep the faith. Bye-bye.